Shannon Johnson and Dan Blanc are just two guys who love the fencing industry and are here to help you grow your company and find solutions to your business challenges. You're listening to My Fence Life. Powered by Southwest Automated Security. So buckle up and hold on tight as they take you on this ride called My Fence Life. What is going on to the fence fam? Can I say fence fam? Joe ever says that a lot. Is that something he started? I don't know, man. I know I see, uh, I've been what using is that. Fence fam. Hey guys, today is August the 10th, 2022. Believe it or not, we are flying through the year 2022. The time is 6.57 p.m. And Dana, we're only 27 minutes behind schedule, but we love the suspense. So that's, that's what we're going to do, guys. Um, I, honestly, I hate that you guys sometimes wait and, and wait and wait and wait. But here we are. There's a lot that happens behind the scenes, a lot of BS and going on between Dan and myself. Um, and speaking of myself, my name is Kenneth Johnson. I'm with Jackson Fence Company up here in the beautiful, gorgeous homeland of West Tennessee. I've been waiting all week to play that. All that's week. Probably, to play that's probably that. the highlight of your whole week. It is. It is. I've been waiting all week for that, man. And this is my good old buddy, your pal. He's a little bit of a punk. <laughs> He's from the swampy butt region of our country down oh. there in Louisiana. Mandeville specifically. This is Dan Blount. They call him the Fence King, and this is our show, My Fence Life Live. Everybody, yeah. everybody, yeah. let's get into it. Get started. Get started. I'm all get started. Oh man, what's happening? Man, just another gorgeous day up here. Uh, Dan, you got a lot of stuff on your desk right there. What is what is all those boxes? Man, it's been crazy over here, bro. We've been kicking ass. We've been ordering from OZ Fence. Yes, it is. Look at that. I've got a uh, nice five-gallon bucket of expert staining seal, pecan, pecan for some of you people. Then I even got it from OZ Fence. Yeah, OZFence.store. I used the MFL15 promo code. Yeah, 15% off. And I got a one because it was over $150. MFL15. What happens when you put in MFL15? What happens again? What ha- Well, fireworks go off. All kinds <laughs> of stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bells start ringing. Angels get their wings. More importantly, you save 15%, and we put Dan Wheeler in his place. Every MFL15 typed in the OZ Fence Start store. Puts Dan Wheeler further into his place of non Yes, it does. So visit ozfence.store, MFL15. Save yourself 15%. Seriously, Joe Everett, how you're killing it. He's got a lot of fence fittings over there at that store. Um, a lot of fence tools, too. So if he you does, need it, man. check it out. Save 15%. Tell them Dan and Cannon sent you. And tell them, um, I don't know, tell them, tell them Dan Wheeler, hey, you suck. <laughs> Hey, thank you for uh, Expert Stain and Seal as well for jumping on board and helping us do this show every week. It costs, uh, costs us a little bit of money to do this. Believe it or not, um, inflation has hit the podcast world as well. Wages are up. Cost of goods is up. Even my internet costs more money than it costed this time last year. So thank you to Expert Stain and Seal with 18 colors and, and, and a three-year warranty. Expert Stain and Seal is definitely one of the best 
stains on the market. I practice real that one. Good, Realgoodstain.com. Yeah, and the back the back pages is damngoodstain.com. That's damn that's that's the my <laughs> life. Uh, yeah, it's, man, and um, it's employee proof. You can't you can't mess it up. My favorite part: no running, no dripping, no staining. And if you mess up, you can wipe it off. Yeah, I wish fences were like that. I wish you could just ah, uh, yeah, we did put that in the wrong spot. I'm sorry. Let me wipe it up. Let me just wipe it up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, hey guys, we're live today. We're in the Southwest Automated and Security Studio, and we want to say South, Southwest. We want to send a big thank you to them. Um, with over 19 locations, Southwest is my little cheat sheet. Is your one-stop shop, Dano? Yes, gate automation, access control, video surveillance, hardware, and more. Visit SouthwestAutomated.com. Yeah, Southwest Automated. Rocking and rolling, bro. You walk in the door. They walk you through everything from start to finish, online technical support. They'll even come out to your project. I was talking to G-Mac, uh, G-Mac yesterday. He was telling me how to wire up a, a video, video surveillance camera. So yes, indeed. with way more than just like on the surface, it looks like gate operators, right? But if you really want to secure your property, which we have, we have a large property. We have some, some, some blind spots, if you will. Um, Try Southwest. Talk to Jerry Mack. He'll hook you up. So, Dano, um, a lot's been going on over here, I, and we need to talk about it. We've been a little distracted, man. You too, huh? Dude, I've been busy, bro. Been, I don't even know which ends up. Dylan's like, did you get this done? I'm like, no. Did you get that done? No. I got sticky notes everywhere, papers that y'all can't see because I got them pushed and hidden, but usually got papers <laughs> everywhere. So you did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Like my whole desk in front of me, like I can put my elbows here, but any further, I wouldn't be able to. There's so <laughs> much stuff. You, it's just, just out of sight here. Yeah. So, so my little ice thing that I keep my ice in, it was still sitting here from last week. I mean, it's just been crazy. I've got my my salesman cup here from last week. It, I don't know what happened to these last seven days, to be honest with you. Uh, and I really don't have a whole lot to show for it either. So this is look. That's like three or. Four fingers of whiskey tonight, bro. I'm, I'm, I've had a rough week, and I'm cutting loose tonight. Pepper, I know you're watching. Might have to come get me, baby. Go get him, baby. Daddy can't drive home tonight. <laughs> hey, Daniel, let's say hi to some of our guests. We got Joseph Rivers. He's always, like, the first one to comment. And always, it's like, it's, it's almost like this show is programmed for these names to pop up. So, Joseph, what's up, dude? You always yeah. comment first. And we Him and John. John Wayne. John And Brian Moppin. Brian Moppin's always at the top. Yeah, always. Yeah. Hey, Benji McKinney, what's up, dude? From Clever Fox Online. Benji has been working on my website this week, and Dan, we we've got some major improvements that's going to drop pretty soon, um, and I'm excited. So, thank you, Benji, for what you're doing for us. Shane Catton, what's up, bro? Ooh, what's uh, up, Shane? Oh Let me see. God. I got a little. The Fence King is a shampoo stealing, podcast spitting. <laughs> You got to love Shane. We got Daniel Anderman. He says, morning, fellas. Daniel, where are you from, bro? Daniel's, uh, he is marketing with uh, Southwest Automated Security. It's Your one-stop shop. Everything I thought he might be uh, like Pakistan or somewhere like in another time zone. <laughs> he might be yes. those downloads we're getting from uh, Kuwait. <laughs> is that you, Daniel? <laughs> I saw that, too. Hey, so we got Susan K. Worley. We got Chris Hearn. He says, let's go. What up, Chris? Aaron Preston, 
He says he had to pause his TV when he's seen us come on. Thank you, Aaron, for doing that. Yeah. Uh, like Jessica Fraser. What's up, Jessica? Jessica, thank you for tagging your uh, husband, I guess, uh, William. Yeah, Megan Peppa Duffy here. Peppa. Uh, I jumped around. Uh, we got Daniel. Oh, Daniel's he with he's with uh, Howdy Neighbor Fence Company. Howdy yeah, Neighbor man. Fence is in the house. I love that name. Yeah, I've been following him on Facebook. Hey, here he is, John Waitie. Hola, amigos. <laughs> <laughs> Look yeah. at old Kelvin in here. Hey, boss. Up, Kelvin. <laughs> Looking for that check, bro. He's <laughs> yeah, he is. Kelvin does all our graphics and uploads everything to YouTube, and he calls us boss. Every time. Sir, Every sir time. boss. Sir boss. Sir boss. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. oh, there's, there's Daniel chiming in. Start to finish support for our partners. That's what SAS is here to do. He's just a, a fellow Cunyan like Nan. So this is a he's down there in the swamp butt as well. He is. Ron Olfers is in here. Get it, boys. What's happening, Ron? We got a full, we got a heavy house tonight, man. Hey Ryan, look. I changed my my thing. You'd be happy. Did that gator come from Louisiana? Is what Aaron says. What does that mean? What gator? Mm-hmm. Do I have an alligator somewhere in here? I got All right, guys. Hey, so here's the context of, of, of tonight's show. This is a this is what we call MFLQA. MFLQA is just a just an abbreviation for my fence life QA. All right, and so what, what we're going to do is Dan is going to answer all your hard questions, and I'm going to answer all your slow-pitch softball questions. So we've actually got some questions already pre-scripted over here that, that, that have been sent in to us. Um, some of you guys have our phone numbers and we'll text us. Some of you guys have our you know, Facebook Messenger, Instagram. Uh, everybody's communicating to us in a different platform, and we appreciate it. And then sometimes people will, will leave a comment here, and we'll answer it live on the show. We'll answer it the next show. So if you've got something that you want us to talk about, Dan, uh, these, these, these folks, these kind folks simply need to put a comment into the box below. Yeah, uh, you you can visit myfencelife.com and, and and leave us a suggestion. If you got a bigger paragraph, that's a great place to do it. Also, also another great place to communicate with us is YouTube, Spotify, yep. Yep. Apple Podcasts. Listen and leave us a review. Now, Dan, did we get a, a new review recently? Man, you know it's funny. <clears throat> you said that uh, podcast. We have already done half the downloads we did last month. We hit that yesterday. So wow. we really want to thank you guys for that. That's a big deal for us. Yes, but is. yeah, we did get a couple of uh, of reviews this past week. Let's hear these reviews. And now. they're really great reviews. And maybe we should have a little music in the background for this because it's all about this guy right here. Old Dan Wheeler. Thank y'all for these reviews. <laughs> this one comes from Kevin787. All right. It cuts it off. It says much better than. What is it, Apple or Spotify? Spotify. This is on Apple, so if you don't believe me, you can go to Apple and read these. As a fellow fence business owner slash fence geek, I thought I found the best podcast when I heard about the Fence Industry Podcast. Then I found this one. Love the passion you guys have of our industry. God bless and keep up the great work. I love it. 
<laughs> so, with that being said, use MFL15 at OZ. Because <laughs> we're going to kick Dan's butt on these Every orders. Day. But, uh, get 15% off. Okay. Is there another one? Yeah, so there's another one. This one comes from Corey B1018. Hey, I know that guy. Corey Bigelow? Corey Barnes. I think we both know Corey. What do you say? Hey, Corey, whatever Corey this is, let us know. But it says, best fencing pod, and then it cuts it off, I'm assuming, podcast. Absolutely. This podcast has a wealth of knowledge for many leaders in the fence industry. The lighthearted back and forth between Dan and Cannon makes you feel like they're there. Hopefully, Dan Wheeler can learn from them, and they both can elevate the industry. <laughs> hey, guys, I really appreciate these reviews. That poor Dan Wheeler. Yeah. I hope he's listening right now. He's probably listening he right now, cussing, throwing stuff around the room. We got a group text with him and Joe Everest, and uh, we go ham in it. It's it's funny. Well, we rag each other all day, and Joe just kind of peeps in with some eyeballs every once in a while. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to give a plug real quick, Nano. Go ahead. For Mr. Ryan Sloop. Yeah. Ryan is in uh he's he's in Rowan County, North Carolina, a little town called Mount Alma, right outside of Mooresville. And um so Ryan has started a new uh podcast platform specifically geared toward ag fencing. So if any of our followers are, are interested in ag fence work or, or or that side of the you know industry, by all means I would encourage you to 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 go follow Ryan. And at this point he has a whopping two episodes. Um, and he's doing these on the USA Ag Fencers Facebook page. So this is how we started to, we just went live on Facebook and then eventually we, we kind of, um, I don't think we graduated necessarily. We just paid a little, little bit more money and now our, our is also on Apple, um, and things like that. So, um, yeah, check out, check out Ryan Sloop's new show. It's called The Scoop, believe it or not. So The Scoop with Ryan Sloop. What do you think about that, Dan? I like it. A little, little cheesy. The scoop with Sloop. Yeah, and it's over there again. It's at the USA Ag Fencing page on Facebook. So so follow that page, like that page, and, and, and start listening to Ryan. He's a really good dude. Now, his second episode, I want to say, featured yours truly, Cannon Johnson. So I actually went over there to North Carolina last weekend. I hung out with this guy, and we did a podcast together. A yeah, I saw that. Y'all were on his back porch. Yeah. That we thought would have been finished by now. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a sore subject for him. But yeah, he's he's got a back porch that that's been under construction for a year. So um, man, look at these people porch. popping in here: Evan Gardner, Robert Looker. What's up, Alex? Nathan Downs. Nathan Downs. Oh, Nate, dog. Nate, send me that uh, Google Doc, please, sir, so I can get it over to my salesman. Looky, looky, looky! You got Alex Harris from Fencing Unlimited here. He said, "What up, boys?" That's my guy. Hey, so uh, what else has been going on? Uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Dude, Dan, we are building out. I got to tell you this. Go ahead. You remember the other day we did that phone call and you were like, man, what are they doing? Building a shed in the background? There's a bunch of banging going on. You remember that? Yeah, man. You're like, hey, let's record this call. And it's boom, 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 boom. I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. So I wish I could take you guys there. So we are, we're working uh, pretty quickly, might I add you. On a, uh, we've expanded our office. Okay, uh, we've added like another, I don't know, a twelve by twelve area. 
There you um, go. So, so we already had this one room. It was like 12 by 10. We took the wall down and we added another, another 12 foot to it. So we've now got this room. It's like 12 foot wide and 20 or 22 foot long, really big room. And, um, the reason I'm excited about it, two reasons. One, I think I might start doing some podcasting from there. So you might see a different background. Nice. I don't know. Maybe not. It might be like a every now and then, every now and then, you know, just change it up a little bit, different different deal. But anyways, so what we're doing, Dan, I was really inspired by what you're doing there. Um, but we're working on a customer-facing um, area. All right, so this this it's not much, man. It's a twelve by twenty, and and we've kept the uh, the OSB um, press board theme going in this build out. Okay, so well, OSB is an eighty five dollars a sheet right now. So you probably- no, but it's like twenty five. It's still way more than it's worth, you know. Um, but anyways, so yeah, we're building out this 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 room, um, and this room is actually going to have three desks in it for sales. Boom, 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 right in a row. Boom, 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 boom. We're gonna have a uh, like a sixty-five inch television with a slideshow showing some of our work. Maybe have some like fun facts, you know, thrown in there or whatever, just about our team, about our people, uh, just different product knowledge, you know. So when people come in, I want to give them. Uh, you've been here, Dan. I mean, this this place that we have, it's an awesome facility. So, but the place that we have, it's 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 uh, anybody that's not followed us or seen us on 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 the Facebook, it's an old 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 cotton gin. Like, did you just say the Facebook? How old are you, man? Uh, I saw Cannon on the Facebook. On the interwebs. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, uh, we get this really old cotton gin. It's, it's, it's huge, very big, a lot of concrete, very drafty, okay, um, area. And we've actually, we've made it work quite well. We get a little, you know, it's, it's working for us. However... We want when somebody comes to visit us um, that there's a there's a nice, clean and, and you know kind of isolated place for those people to hang out because they're coming more and more, man. That's what's neat about this. Uh, just just a year ago, dude, we were working from home. We were in our office. Uh, mm-hmm. We were in my garage, which had been converted into an office, and we were separate, separated from the shop, separated from the truck, separated from everything. And if somebody wanted to 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 come, we'd have to leave the office, which was my house, and go meet them at their house or this shop. And it was mm-hmm. always weird, you know what I mean? And so half of the time, maybe more than half the time, the, the crews would come in at 6.30. They would leave by 7.30 most of the time, come back sometime between 3 and 5 p.m., and nobody was here in between, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's absolutely no telling how many people we missed on the on the daily, you know. Um, so now that we're actually here and we keep the gate open throughout the day, like people, uh, I'm not going to say they pour in. They just but, wander in, huh? Man, we get. So you, you're picking up customers and you're picking up retail sales too, right? Well, I'd say we probably get seven to ten people a day that come see us. And sometimes at the really? same time, like it'll be a lot of people. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? You know? I don't have that um, many coming to me, but we have people coming to our office now and it's it's a good feeling when they're like, you know, you should have more people come to your office. Yeah. So they're signing I mean, they're coming to sign the contract, they're coming to give us a check. There's retail people, there there's there's uh, local competitors that come and buy some stuff from us, you know. It's just it's 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 um now I paint this picture and it sounds like this big booming. It's nothing like uh, a whole lot going on, 
But we've given ourselves a place. We've given ourselves a physical, tangible place that people can come and do business with us, you know. And they're they come and do business with us. It's, I, th- I just think it's so cool, you know. And I can only see in the future that that grows. So we, um, anyways, on this tangent here, we went from at my house just a year ago to to, to this area that I'm in now, which is at the back of our shop, our cotton gin, and. Just over here um, to my side, we've got this 12 foot by 20 foot room that's going to be specifically dedicated for sales. And uh, when we built it out, I was like, look, I want this to kind of have the feel of like an Apple store. Like imagine a clean, Mm -hmm. bright white Apple store with OSB on the walls. Just imagine that. You know what I mean? (laughs) Are you painting the walls white? Yes. Yeah, we're going to actually put like this is all concrete. You know, this is just bare concrete that I'm on right now with, with like a little, my, my office has a road, but the rest of it is just bare concrete. Mm-hmm. And um, so what we want to do is um, probably put like down some, some of that vinyl, looks like laminate, vinyl, vinyl plank material. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm actually going to get some white metal. I went to Luke Gibson's shop. He had this white metal on his walls and on the ceiling in his big shop. And I was like, dude, it's so bright in here, you know? Uh-huh. And so we're going to put white metal across the ceiling and... Um, some nice, you know, kind of, kind of luxury vinyl, you know, floors. Yeah. People, I just want, I just want, I want the, you know, I want the brand to be legit. I want the what they see on Facebook, what they see on their website to match what they see when they come visit us. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So, well, you know, it's funny you say that because um, I remember probably three to six months ago, Joe Everest mentioned, "Hey." It's going to start, the tide's going to start turning and it's going to start turning to more face to face relationship with your customers, not just a order taker process. That's right. And we're noticing that too because we started implementing uh, more and more personal contact. Yeah. You know, and the other thing too is, man, um, with ArcSight, if you're on the job, we, we're, we're bidding the job. To, I mean, Dylan did another one today. Went out, bid it, bid the job. Lady signed, came back with a check. I was like, dude, you're gonna be like Vivi out there. It's nice. Signed the contract, everything right there. A lot of work to get to that point, but yeah. So the personal contact, I am personally, um, I like that idea a lot, and I think every touch point along the way should be specifically designed and specifically executed to make the experience special. So when they f- see your stuff on Facebook, it should feel, sound, smell a certain kind of way, you know. When they call your 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 office or your establishment, it should sound and feel a certain kind of way. When they get an email, it should sound and feel a certain kind of way, you know. So you talk about the personal touch and I just want to say that me personally, I'm a huge advocate for for keeping my sales personnel in the office and ready to talk, okay? Um, not only are people coming in to see us now, but when a customer calls, you know, what do they say? They say, hey, I want to get, I want to see about getting a price on a fence, right? <clears throat> they didn't just wake up and say, hey, you know what? I want to get a fence and I'm going to call Jackson Fence this morning. This has been something they've been thinking about. You know, maybe for a few weeks, maybe a few months, at least a few days, right? And so they finally pick up the phone. <laughs> so they finally pick up the phone and they call, okay? And 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 the company answers and they say, "Hey, I want to talk to you about a fence, okay? 
I feel like that moment right there, you've got to have somebody on staff that can have that conversation. Somebody that can take that phone, hold a 10 to 15 minute conversation with that person and really talk to them about a fence and maybe even give them a price over the phone. Now, look, I'm big about my salesman. I love it. We send so many people to it and so many people just find it and use it on their own. But I will say this. If you call our company because you want to talk to us, I will never direct you back to my website ever. I feel like if you call my company, that's the way that you want to do business, and that's where we're going to meet you. And I feel like that's our job as entrepreneurs and business owners is to meet our customers where they want to be met. And that means having a facility. That means going to their house. That means answering their phone. That means having a, a, a tool on your website like My Salesman that they can do it on their own without ever, ever talk, talk, talking to you. You know. Um, anyways, um, why are we talking about this, Dan? I don't know, man, but uh, I hope you hit record. I did about 48 minutes ago. Perfect, because I just hit record. <laughs> Whew. I got to get better at that. Mr. Producer's going to kill us. Have this game together. Yeah. But Micah, man, uh, thank you. I needed to hear that. He's he's on fire. Yeah, he is, man. I think this is a good heartfelt, hey, what you're doing with your business, and I think people need to hear this, man. It's the the tide's turning. What do you think when you call some a place or whatever? They're like, hey, you know, the call time is longer than usual. Blah 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 blah. We've heard it before, you know. Right. What do you think? Like, damn, I got to wait seventeen minutes, or it say, or they say, press one now to to be put in our queue for the next representative to call you back. Do you like that as an option? I hate that option. Yeah, but I mean. What do you do? What do you do when you have that option? I think I think that option is there because they don't have enough people to handle what's going on. Um, but what do you? What, uh, but as but, a person, like when you're calling. But as a person, yeah, I'm like, oh, these mugs are busy. So I get it. I get it. Um, but do you stay on the line, or, or do you? Do you? Press I stay on the line like, because I got something I need to handle, and I'm one of those persons, of people that, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm going to handle it. Let's get it done. I don't care if I got to wait 20 minutes. It's all said and done. It's checked off my list. I always feel like they're going to forget me. If I hate, if I press one and hang up, how do I know you're going to call me back? You know what I mean? Or how do I know if I don't hold, I might get on the phone sooner. You know what I mean? So Susan K. Worley says, I want somebody to answer the phone immediately. Of course, that's that's the world we live in. Shane Catton says, um, call me back. I, I can't wait. Ha, ha, ha. Number taken. John Waitie he says, I also want to hear the differences. Oh, okay. All right. So, <laughs> man, I, I guess we need to be moving along. Um, we got some good uh, questions in here, man. Look at Dylan yeah, being I think, a... I think yeah. we need to move along into the uh, Q&A part of the show here. Yeah. Uh-oh. Is it breaking news already? Pop it. Uh, I crack up every time I hear that. Dan Blanc, we've got breaking news coming our way from Job Nimbus. Job Nimbus is now officially, if you haven't heard, the best contractor software in the planet. Yes, sir. So you got to be more efficient. You got to be more prepared. You got to be more productive. Got to get Job Nimbus. Yeah, more organized, man. So can I tell you something? What? I forgot to print the news story off. Have you got anything? I, I got it. I got it. So... That's why the show was late. Cannon's like, I don't have news. My printer was jammed up. What can I do? <laughs> so I'm going to cover the news, guys. And it's not that good, but it's the best we got. Why? 
because we got to have a breaking news section and we got to talk about Job busy. Nimbus. And we're busy. So uh, I found some uh, funny or odd newspaper headlines that make zero sense. So uh, one of them is forecasters call for weather on Monday. And somebody responded with, I sure hope we have weather <laughs> on Monday. <laughs> um, they say that since the prices of milk are rising, cows lose their job as milk prices. It's <laughs> <laughs> stupid stuff, man. Mir- miracle cure kills fifth patient. All right, all right, all right. One more. Man accused of killing lawyer receives a new attorney. Imagine being that attorney. <laughs> I killed my own one. My old one, huh? Uh, state population to double by 2040. Babies are to blame. It's supposed to be about fence. You anything about fence? Uh, this one's probably about fence. Mississippi's literacy program shows improvement, and they misspelled Mississippi. How'd they spell it? M I S S I P P I. They left out two of the S's. Yeah, they left out two of the humpback, humpback, right? M I, cricket letter, cricket letter. Yeah. Or uh, breathing oxygen is linked to staying alive. <laughs> What's wrong with people? Anyway, guys, we tried our best. We'll be better prepared next week. Cannon's been very, very busy. I've been busy, and we kind of slacked on the breaking news. We bought some new trucks this weekend. I saw that, man. Actually, uh, I was talking to you when you were driving back, and one of them looked pretty sweet. Dude, I love it. Love it. Two of them, too, man. They're identical. So anybody that's that's concerned about a recession, I'm going to say this real fast, Dan, then we can move in. You and this recession talk. I'm justifying what I'm doing, so let's listen. Listen. All right, so there's everybody's talking about recession, 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 okay? Now listen to me. Listen to me. I do think it's very possible that we can talk our way into a recession, okay? Oh, definitely. It's possible that we can talk our way into it, all right? Well, we we talked our way into uh, being um, uh, with COVID, right? Yes. We had to be, what did they call it when everybody had to stay home? I can't think of the word. Quarantined? Yeah, we talked ourselves into being quarantined and staying home for two weeks, and now you get COVID, and four days later, you're back at work. (laughs) <laughs> you know but it's funny how the media is not talking about it anymore all right so so they want to know about the trucks too so but let me tell you this about recession all right so we went out and we got two brand new trucks we've never done this before let me tell you that we've never done this before but i'm gonna tell you why brian brian says what happens to cannon's love for the pre-95 trucks i still got a soft spot brian but we'll get there okay so here's the deal six weeks We've called the record company five different times. In wow. Six weeks. Okay. For three different trucks. Okay. And we've got a couple of trucks, at least, I would say three trucks right now that have become absolute problem childs. Okay. You put a part on them, and next week there's a whole different problem. Okay. So when they, when people use the terminology of, you're throwing parts at it. I feel like we've reached that position with a couple of trucks. All right. So <clears throat> here's the deal. 
Brian, he says, what happened to your love for pre-95? Brian, I still love the old truck, okay? Uh, we've got a 91, we've got a 2000, we've got a 2001, a 2003, a 2005, 2004, 2007. But we have a, a, a whole fleet of old vehicles, okay? However, um, we we did that because we could afford those vehicles. And we wanted to stay recession proof and we wanted to stay nimble and we want we wanted to be ready in case in case the sky crashed on us, right? Right. The problem is this. Right now, in the last two years, the sky has not been crashing on us. It's been booming. You know, and so I think there's something to be said about this. I think there's something to be said about, yes, you need to build a business that can withstand a recession. You need to build a business that can withstand decline. Okay, but you've also got to build a business that's ready to grow and ready to go when the times are good. All right. And we got into a position here, Jackson Fence. Evidently, we're busier than we've ever been right now. Okay, busier than we have ever been right now. All right. I'm tired, too, you know, and I'm getting calls at three o'clock in the afternoon, eight o'clock in the morning that, hey, my truck, my crew is on the side of the road. We can't get to the job or we can't get to the shop. Please send help. Dude, that's frustrating, man. It's it's frustrating. So then you've got to stop what you're doing or somebody's got to stop what they're doing. They've got to go save the crew and they've got to have a vehicle that's big enough to save the crew. Okay. Mm -hmm, Mm hmm. And think about what I was saying. We had five tow bills in six weeks. So you, you, you're you already down one to, that you could have saved them in, you know? So you, even your backups aren't, aren't backups, you know? Right. So this is what we did. Um, John wanted to know, what'd you get? John, we got two brand new, and I'm proud of this. I'm really proud of this. 2022 Chevrolet 3500s, crew cabs. They've got a utility bed on them. Not a utility bed. It's like a, uh, it's like a crossover utility. Dude, th- those beds are bad ass that you got. Yeah. That's one of them. Yeah. See that? Those so beds the, are bad ass. The, the big box between the back door and the front tire or the back tire, that's a, uh, that's a three foot wide, three foot tall box with, with shelves in it. Um, over the back tire, there's a, there's a, like a trunk that opens up. They're stored for freaking days. Yeah. And this is a crew cab truck. Um, and there's two of them. That's what that's what's cool. There's two of them. They're freaking identical. Um, Duramax six six four wheel drive. Um, Wait, they four wheel drive? Yeah. Vinyl, get out of here. Final floors. Well, we get man, we get off in the field sometimes too. You know, so Bruh. you gotta be ready. Um, you ain't messing so, around. Anyways, uh, somebody says bow. Danny says bow tie for life. So <laughs> me personally, I'm not big about brand. I don't give a damn if it's a if it's a Ford or a Chevy or a Dodge. You know. I say that I, I've always kind of have a, had a soft spot for the Chevrolet trucks. We built our company with just so happened not on purpose on Chevrolet trucks, six point gas motors, and them jokers pulled and they like, like everything we put behind it. They like gas, mean? boy. They like that gas. Anyways, that's that's what happened this weekend. Um, those two trucks are, are they have immediately been taken to the shop to get wrapped. Um, and once they get done getting wrapped, um, there's another company that's going to take them. It's going to put some strobe lights in it, Dan. Um, trying to look like Dan Blount with our strobes. So yes. we, we end up on these jobs sometimes. Uh, it's weird the jobs we get into. We're either out in the field or on the side of the street. And um, 
we, for some reason, it seems like we, we at least once a month, we get a job that we're working off the side of the road. We might be putting up, you know, 800 foot of fence and literally driving beside it, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, on those jobs, we want to be able to park on the street, turn on our, our, our strobes and work safely, you know. Um, we've, we've been parked on the side of the road working before and somebody driving to the back of our rig, you know. Yeah. So, um, kind of I remember that. Yeah, those, yeah. Uh, those emergency lights are nice. Yeah, they're so real nice. We want them, and I want them kind of hidden too. I don't want them like the big orange. No, no, you can put them. You can put them within your taillights and within your other lights, and look into getting green. Green is the new strobe because green yeah. is the color that the human eye sees the best and the furthest really? away. Yeah, I thought that was blue. No, it's green. So we're getting and a you lot can't of do uh, blue. comments. <laughs> I know. <laughs> A lot of comments here. So Robert Looker is rocking a 2011 Ford F350 with a service body and trailer. So yeah, we pull a trailer. We got a 20 foot deck over behind our trucks. Um, then this truck here, what I like about it, it's a utility bed, but it's a low profile utility bed, so you can still get pallets onto the bed, um, and you can also haul a gooseneck with it. Yeah, you know, a lot of the utility beds, they they're made in a way you can't put a gooseneck trailer behind it, and I can see our company growing. To the point where we're pulling goosenecks more and more. So, um, anyways, I'm excited about that. Just wanted to share. Um, there is, is there a recession looming? I don't know. I think we're kind of talking ourselves into it, but it might be looming. So, you know, do what you want with your company. Um, it's not a recession. I, I think we're talking ourselves into it more than what it really is. I, Just like the COVID thing. You know, people driving in their cars with masks on. You know, yeah. Just. I think we talk ourselves into it more than, than what it really is. And but the sad thing about it is is everyone is acting like it. Yeah. Because of all the talk. Right. You know. Well, we're we we've been fortunate. I mean, we've we've had a really good uh I'd say the last six weeks here, which is also the time we've been towing these damn trucks every all the, you know. But the last six weeks of sales have been extremely promising, extremely um strong so you know i can't speak for the rest of the country but i can speak for you know uh, what's happening here and our market is still responding and uh, i hope that never changes but it might well it's a little different here where i'm at because we're coming off the hurricane the influx of the hurricane work and then we have all these fence companies that weren't fence companies eight months ago they're all trying to scoop up work and stay alive because they quit their job working at the car lot or working at the print shop or Starbucks, wherever the hell they were working, and now they're fence guys. So uh, things are a little different in my market. I need to try to hire those guys. John Waitie. Hey, John, where are you at, man? I don't even know. I, I hate saying that, but John says he's not seeing a recession at all, busier than ever. He might be in damn Mandeville, Louisiana. I know one <laughs> thing about John. If a recession comes his way, he's kicking his ass and then putting it in jail. That's right. That's right. <laughs> John exactly. likes to kick some ass. So let's do some Q and A, man. How about I do the Q and A, and you do? I do the Qs, and you do the As. I'll try. Or whatever. I just know you like putting me on the hot seat. Look at me squirming over here. I think I think the first one's probably <laughs> more. Uh, I think the first one's probably more for me. It's a oh. mark. It's a marketing question. It must be a real simple one. Yeah, it's easy. It's an easy one. It has pictures. 
Um, let's see. First question is, I don't know who sent it, but it said, how should I market in order to just start up my business? Ooh. All right. So here's the deal. Is it just luck of the draw if my business takes off? Or would you say there's a way to make sure the business takes off? Damn, is that really what it says? Yeah. So first things first, no, it's not luck of the draw. (laughs) That's absolutely not luck of the draw. Like there's no there's no there's no random assigning uh numbers here where you just wait in line and your number gets called and oh hey, you know what? Here's your successful fence company. That's not how that works at all. So let's understand that there's going to be a crap ton of hard work and you're going to give up a lot of stuff. So I, I can't say that loud enough. You're going to miss ball games, uh, funerals, anniversaries, all more stuff than you can possibly imagine. You're Birthdays. Going to give up, okay? So me and Ryan sleep the other day. This is this is something I just want to hit on this real fast. We're talking about what is the cost of success. Hmm. And we're talking about luck here, and we're talking about how to start up. But I want you to hear this loud and clear. You're going to be so busy at some point in time trying to save this business, trying to make this thing go. You can't just nudge it. You've got to jump in with this thing, okay? You're going to be so busy that you're not going to have time to mourn, okay? Mm-hmm. My granddaddy died two years ago <laughs> in a growing business, okay? We're busy. I literally had time to go to the funeral, all right? I remember that. And leave. And my whole entire family, you know, they, they, they do the thing after the funeral. They have lunch or whatever, you know. They don't understand, you know. They think I'm, 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 I'm uptight. They think the business isn't, isn't okay. They don't understand. And maybe, hell, maybe I don't understand, you know what I mean? But I do know this. You know, we're a few years into this. It's, it's, it's fast. It's big. It's strong. It's bigger than me, you know. And you, you will come into times where you need to be upset and sad but you can't afford to be upset and sad you got to pick it up and go that's reality that's the cost of success hey right? man i've had i've had pepper in the hospital having a little procedure done i drop her off everything's good i leave i get a text message she's in recovery i come back i got uh i got mama there and i'm like all right mama she's good all right i'm rolling out and mom's got to stay there with her. Right. You know, I'm out selling jobs. This was, you know, a few years ago. And trust me, I still hear it today about it. That's right. And I hear about birthdays. You can see Peppers in the comments right now going birthdays. I bet if I was a fence post, you'd be holding me. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, Uh, So here's the deal. Um What's the what what steps to start the business? Here we go. Here we go. How should I market? Let me let me let me tell you this, um, young man, lady. Look, you're gonna see on these forums a lot of people talking about money, charge more, yada yada yada. Listen, the absolute first thing you've got to master is being a good tradesperson, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take that to the grave. Okay, if you worry about being a good fence builder, a good fence installer, and doing high-quality work. When you say you're going to do it and do exactly what you say you're going to do, plus a little bit, if you do that for long enough, the customers and the money will begin to take care of itself. Okay? Again, don't focus on the money right now. Focus on doing a good job. Okay? So, 
in order to do a good job, you've got to have jobs, right? To get those jobs, this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to tap in to the interwebs. <laughs> you're going to have to get a Google business listing. You're going to have to get, at, at, at minimum, a website. You're going to have to get a presence on Facebook. And, and let me tell you, Facebook is very inexpensive and almost free. It can be free in many cases. Get you a business Facebook page, set it up, yep. start posting immediately. As soon as you have stuff to post, post it. Post it often. Be proud. Be informative. Find your niche and, 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 and hone on that. You know, if you know a lot about fence and you're learning stuff, post it as you learn it. You know, you don't have to know everything. Just say, wow, I never knew this about a 4 by 4 I'm going to tell everybody I know about this 4 by 4 Yeah. You know, and tell them. So, well, you know, another thing is, uh, Brian Moppin said, step one, contact Benji. And that covers some of the things that you said. Yeah. Benji, yeah, will, get your Google, Benji will get your Google listing ready to go and get people funneled to the website that he's building for you. He will. But, and, and if you're like me, you're going to have to figure this shit out on a budget. I started with yeah. $600 and I spent half of that on an auger. Okay. So, Unfortunately, I didn't have the luxury of hiring a Benji. You know, I had to go to Wix.com and build my own website, and and luckily they let me pay for it over 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 a twelve month period. It's like you know nineteen dollars a month. You know, so I didn't even have to come out of much money on the front end. So you can do it on your own. You can make it work. You can make it go. Now, if you're gonna spend some money, listen to me here, loud and clear. You need to spend money on Google AdWords. Period. Okay. If you if you want to order pizza, I guarantee you, you pull out your phone, you go to the Google search engine, and you type in pizza delivery near me. Okay. People are doing the same thing for fence. Get get in with Google. Get in with Google fast, and and, and give them your money. That's who needs your money. If yeah. you want to make the phone ring, give Google Ads your money. So that's my advice. This is how you start. Yeah. Do a good job. Don't worry about the money. Market yourself. Put. You want to spend your money in a way that's going to give you the biggest return. I'm here to tell you, Facebook and Google AdWords, by far, the two best values for advertising, especially in a, in a home-based service business. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm seeing more of an ROI on my, uh, my Google Ads than I am Facebook. I've pretty much quit boosting or sponsoring Facebook ads. And I say that. I'm getting ready to <laughs> sponsor one tomorrow, but it's for a reason. Um, but yeah, man, uh, you know, and look, and if you can't afford somebody like Benji to pay them every month or whatever, hire him just to do your Google listing. And if you want to, you know, get on Wix.com or something and build a website because you feel like you need some type of presence and you're, you're, on, you're balling on a budget, then roll with it that way. But hire somebody like Benji to do your Google listing so they can get to that website that you're building that's just going to hold you over as a crutch until you can get Benji to take it over. And then, um, that's right. Uh, I was going to say something else, but, uh, yeah. And then hire him to do your Google AdWords, set up, set up your Google campaigns. If you don't know how. That's right. That's what I would do. Hey, Brian Moppin, uh, that's, this is great advice, too. Brian says, find the biggest, baddest gorilla in your market. That's a funny way to say it. <laughs> Look, find, 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 find the fence company that's in your neighborhood, it's in your area, it's in your city. Make friends with those people. Make friends with those people. They're going to they're gonna have your back, okay? 
see if you can subcon. Uh, Ryan suggests you know picking up some subcontract work. You got to do things that are, that are going to fill your schedule so you can stay busy. Okay. Here's the other thing: if you make friends with a larger fence company, Dan, what does a larger fence company do? They always want to refer the stuff they don't want to do to mm-hmm. somebody they like. Not necessarily that does a good job, but hey. Call Dan over here at, at at the new fence company. He'll he'll take care of you. you I know? send all the work I don't want to do to a guy that used to work for me twenty years ago. Yep. Brian Moopin's calling. You want to take that call? Sure, absolutely. Oh, Brian. Moppin. 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 Hello. Hey, Dan. Hey, man. What's going on? You're live on. Come on, hey guys. It's Brian Moppin. You're live on My Fence Life. What's happening, man? Ryan, this is Cannon. Can I get a hello to you? And Brian Moppin, not a moopin, by the way. All right, Brian Moppin. You know, we want your sound to sound good, brother. So get off your Bluetooth and put your phone up to your ear. Oh. <laughs> you know me too well. All right. Is that a touch better? Much better. Yeah. All right. So I was going to mention when you guys was talking about marketing and stuff like that. And, uh, Brian, we're losing you, man. Well, yeah, goodbye, Brian. Kind of sound like he fell into a tunnel. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. But anyway, um, I'm reading some of these uh, comments here. Benji said it's different in every market. For some regions, Google works better than Facebook. And and I can agree with that. Facebook oh, worked well for Google. me for a long time. If I had a hundred dollars and I had to give it to somebody, I'd give it to Google. Well, that's because it works in your market. I guess. And I'm finding Google's working more now than Facebook used to here where I'm at. Yeah. You know, Facebook. I, I get a bunch. I get a bunch of attention and and and, and movement, but it's uh, Facebook. I think is good for building your brand. Yes. And identity. You know. But if you're looking for leads, if you want somebody to pick up the phone and call your company, Facebook is not the answer. Yeah, so I used to boost posts. Matt Warner, Matt Warner, Matt Warner. Woo! Good old Matt's on here. Hey, um, I use Facebook to build my brand and my community. And um, the only reason why I boosted posts on Facebook really was to build my brand. And because of that, I stayed on the forefront of everyone's mind. And my brand has carried me tremendously, you know? Need gate operators? Need access control? Need video surveillance equipment? Southwest Automated Security is your one-stop shop. They're dedicated to being the nation's leader in service, customer relationships, and education. Click the link in the show notes to find an SAS near you. Question number two, how do you hold your employees accountable and also keep the quality of work up. Bye. Don't look at me. I know how to do that. We use a company cam. And because we do morning, midday, and end of day, uh, um, uh, morning, end of day. Yeah, morning, midday, and end of day. I'm sorry. I'm distracted. Because I do that. We're able to see what's going on. I can look and see if the posts aren't being set deep enough. I can, you know, if the neighbor has a fence, I'm like, wait a second. Those posts don't look deep enough. What's going on with that? And we can keep track of the quality that way. Company cam is a huge, huge thing for us. 
They have videos. You can do 4K videos up to 10 minutes long. And my guys are taking videos, taking pictures. And mon- our Monday morning meeting consists of us talking about safety, talking about how their week was, their weekend. You know, they got anything going on at home they need some help with. And guess what, guys? Hey, we got this project that we weren't 100% on, and we need to, it works, but we need to make sure that, uh, that we do this differently from now on. And we use all of our company cam photos and videos in our Monday morning meeting to do that. All right. That's the best way that I found it without physically being on the job. So so I'm going to give you some direct approaches from my end. How about that? So yeah. how do you hold your team accountable? Um, how do you keep the quality of, of, of work up? He goes on to say, is the boss required to go by the job to ensure the quality and collect checks? So here's the deal. Um, as you grow your business, you want to have more people doing more rows to eliminate some of your work, okay? Early on, which I still feel I'm pretty damn early on, okay? You're going to have to be involved in a lot of this. You're going to have to get out. You're going to have to go see some stuff. You're going to have to go teach these guys how to do a good you have to. You can only tell somebody so so much how to do a good job. Eventually, you got to go show them how to do a good job, you know? Um, I probably do this way more than I should, but I go build fence, you know, once a week probably it seems like. And it, it, it's good for my soul. It relieves me. And it helps me to understand that they understand, Okay. Uh, that the team understands and they all want to do a good job. Sometimes they just don't know what to do, you know? So for me, here's some tangibles for you. So how do you make sure they do a good job or how do you hold them accountable rather? So here at Jackson Fence, we've got a really good culture. Like people talk about our company as being a strong, um, you know, a strong company as, as far as people. And I will say we have a very talented pool of people. Now, with that said, it's not always rainbows and butterflies either. There's days where, you know, we have really hard conversations and we we don't like each other. We go home frustrated. We go home mad. We go home and, you know, some nasty text messages get sent back and forth. Yeah. But it's all out of love for what we do. Okay. I love what I'm doing. My guys love what they're doing. My team loves what, what 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 we're doing, you know. And sometimes because you get people that love the same thing, they have differences of opinions, and they get upset with each, each other. You know, so that, that's what I was going to say, man. We we get our guys to grab hold of our vision, yeah. and we want to be the fence company that builds fence that gives you a lifetime warranty, lifetime workmanship warranty. And to do that, we have to build the ASTM standards and. All of our guys are on board with that. Like, hey, guys, we're building fence better than anyone else out there. That's right. Until somebody else in my market says, hey, I'm going to start following ASTM standards. Until then, we're the guys. Yeah. And we're hoping that other people in our market start building ASTM standards and start offering a lifetime workmanship warranty because then we're going to level the playing field. And they're going to have as much labor in the job that I have. They're going to have as much material in the job that I have. And it's going to make things better, not only for my business and their business, but for the industry. So grab hold of the vision. Yep. Yeah. So, so, so get your team to buy in. But as far as holding the, the team accountable, this is, this is my simple concept. And I assume, uh, I assume we're talking about production team members, team members in the field that build fence. So this is, this is what we do. 
um, we're 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 a ninety percent residential fence company, and we assign projects for the whole week. Like you can walk into our um, facility. There's a TV screen on at all times. It shows every crew in a in a in a column one two three four in every job we're doing that week every day. Okay, so and they're all assigned. You know, certain man hours are all assigned. You know, a certain dollar value. They're all assigned all this stuff. Okay, at the end of the day, we work a four day work week. Our production crews out in the field work four days. Their weekend begins when their jobs that were planned for them that week are done. Okay, so. You know, Dan, if I give you four different jobs across four different days, but for some reason the, the fourth one or whatever needs a, needs some more time, well, guess what? Your team comes in on Friday. Your team comes in on Saturday. Whatever that looks like to finish those jobs. And eventually, it's going to cost you some money in overtime, but that's what we do in business. We spend a crap ton of money trying to learn and figure it out. Yeah. But eventually, people get tired of coming in when they could be at home, when they could be off. And they start to figure out how to get it done on time, on the time that was allotted. Okay. That's what I see happen. Also, talking about the quality of work. If you get a call back or a complaint or, hey, I need y'all to come and check this or whatever, you figure out who assigned or who built that fence in your company and they have to fix it that week. A lot of times that's their day off. They got to go out and fix it. You still pay them. You still pay them. It's going to cost you. It's going to cost you overtime, and which is also more money on, on, on insurance and more money on taxes and more money directly. It's going to cost you all that stuff, more money in fuel. I get it. But you do it. You pull them out of the, uh, you know, the day off mode. And eventually, that stuff starts to, starts to get lesser because yeah. you're, you're holding them accountable. This is your job. It's got to be done. If it's not done it's not like well this is go home it is what it is hey no you've got to get it done period you know what i mean there's no other other way to it so that's what we do here um now we also use the the company cam and the uh, connect team the you know send your updates send your completed job folders you know send all that stuff in so yeah i think you get on a solid point canon sending people back to fix their mistakes yeah you know i've been on this one crew to use nothing we used uh two and a half inch uh, wood screws, deck screws, whenever we build our gates, okay? We use that to put everything together. Well, he's like, oh, well, nailing is quicker. Nailing is quicker. Like, yeah, but if you nail it, it's a whole lot harder to come back and tweak that gate or fix it. So guess what? He's got a gate that's sagging some, and if he would have used screws, he could have just unscrewed that main Z-brace, pried up on it, screwed it back in, adjusted the latch and rolled out. Now he's got to go over there and cut it off, cut all the nails with a sawzall, and he's going to spend four times as long fixing it. Oh. But I tell you what, he isn't going to do it again. Right. So that's another way, you know, can't, can't hit on it great. That's a great way to keep up your quality and make them do what you need done because you have you know reasons what? for why you do things. Here's the other, here's the other thing. If you go into a manufacturing facility, okay, at the end of the day, what we're doing when we build fence, it's all production. It's all we are literally manufacturing fence in these people's yards. Okay, so there's a there's a real common you know uh, thread there. 
if you go into a manufacturing plant, I don't care what it is, whether it's food or, or, or you know, mechanical stuff or, or, or materials, whatever, they have these, these people in these rows, and those rows are called quality control. Okay. Those people exist for a reason, and that reason is because the people who are assigned to build the product, they're not going to catch the stuff that the company doesn't want. The company has a standard, a bare minimum. We have to exceed this bare minimum. Well, the people as they're sending stuff down the line or whatever, they're just doing their job. They're pulling the lever, whatever. They're hitting the button, you know. Right. If major, they'll probably see it. But for the most part, they're not. They're just sending it. You know what I mean? Now, we build fence, you know, our fence builders, our team, they need to have an eye for this stuff. Okay. But the same concept, in my opinion, applies to fence. You've got to have somebody who's overseeing the quality of work. Somebody who visits the jobs, not just because the customer called and says, hey, I don't know if this is right. I don't know that I like this. But somebody on your team that goes out when the job is done and visually inspects the job. Not every job, not half of the jobs, but a random selection. Okay, You got, you you go got Brandon to, doing it? Yes. Yes, Brandon does that. So if you go out to one job out of every five that a crew builds – you're going to get a, a pretty good consensus, all right? If there's, a, if there's an opportunity, talk about it. If there's a win, you talk about it, you know? And I got to be honest, man, I'm one of the worst. Like, it's, it's sometimes easier. It doesn't make me feel good, but sometimes it's easier for me to talk about the negatives and the losses and yeah. the things that we're not doing well than it is for me to talk about the positives and the wins and the positive reviews, you know? You're right. I sent out a message today. I got, I got a voicemail. We got a voicemail at our company. And here's the thing. I only seem to hear about the bad stuff. Somebody called, was upset. We had a problem. And I get a, 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 a text message of the sound clip. It's a voicemail. I listen to it. So what do I do? I don't know that I handled this right, Dan, but I send it out to the whole team. Hey, guys, listen to this voicemail. This is what we cannot do with a company. It's 6 o'clock at night. We've got somebody upset, so upset they're calling us, and this is what they're saying. Listen to this. Yeah. And by the way, this person on our team installed this fence. Put them out there. I do that sometimes. You know? yeah. Is it right? Is it wrong? I don't know, you know. But one of my guys responded back um, somehow out of this. Um, it came out, hey, it's always negative. Is there ever any good stuff? Is there ever any positive reviews? And the reality of it is, is yeah, there's a crap ton of that stuff too, you know? And I'm terrible, terrible at relaying those. Maybe because I don't see them as much. Maybe because I don't get them right in my face, you know? But everything that's bad comes across my desk, comes across my phone. I'll you tell you what, what I've been doing, man. Whenever we get our, our review and we get a bunch of them, we're knocking on 300 five-star reviews. Um Whenever I get one, I screen, I answer it, I respond to it, I screenshot it, I send it in. Hey guys, great job on, you know, and then I give gold stars out to whoever was on that team, and uh, they're constantly waiting for those. They're like, man, I can't believe we didn't get a five star on that. That guy said he was going to do one, right? So I try to balance it out, but it's hard because, you know, everybody, you know, they say shit rolls downhill, right? Well. It does. It rolls right down to me because everything's on top of me. I'm the peak of the triangle, and everything goes up. You got to so care about it's, it's tough. You can't manage. You cannot manage with kick gloves. You know, and I think I'm bad about that sometimes. You know, I think I get I get kick gloves on. Hey, Justin Neri says when you build a team, you become a family. You spend more time together than you do with your family. You're going to argue like family. Good days and bad days. Amen. 
Yeah. What's up, Andy Pearson? Andy's Andy all Pearson. in. Andy, Andy. Oh, wait, wait. A uh, maybe I've been drinking too much. We got Andy Pearson and Aaron Preston. I thought I was seeing all the same guy there for a second. Yeah, it's trippy, isn't it? Yeah. So, hey, Aaron Preston says, how many guys do we have? Aaron, uh, Aaron, there's usually three guys on a crew. We got three crews of three guys each and one crew of two guys. So, yeah, we just shut it down to two guys per crew. No, I think that's fine, bro. I think it's more than fine. Um, Andy Pearson, hey, brother, good evening. Andy's one of ours here at Team Blue. Um, hey, guys, Andy, is, uh, his, his son is in the in – the, here we go. Oh, yeah, he's the guy with the uh, – yeah. The kid his son is in St. Jude's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He says thank you all for the love and support for Jacob. So hey, look, yeah, we shared a uh, like a GoFundMe or whatever. And in the fence community, Dan, my goodness, that doesn't even know Andy. Like Andy's not even been with us, you know, for a long, long time. But we shared his his story. We shared the story about Jacob, and and man, we got tons of freaking donations from the fence community. Come like on. almost six or seven thousand dollars in like a night. It was incredible. Yeah. What was so the overall was, at the end? I guess he hit ten. Ten was the overall goal. Uh, but so so Jacob is is in the um, in St. Jude. He's battling leukemia, and um, me and Andy were talking about uh, Jacob just a you know a little while ago, and, and he's, uh, Jacob really has this tough face persona. Like he just looks so chill and cool. He doesn't. Ever, he never looks scared. You know what I mean? Just looks uh-huh. like a kid enjoying life. And he was telling me how he never complains, how he's going through this, you know, uh, more, more rounds of chemo. And, and he got out of the hospital for a little while. I had this little like apartment, they, you know, the, the target house, they call it target sponsors, these little apartment houses for some right. dudes. Mm-hmm. He was out for a little while living in this apartment and had to go back to the hospital. So just, a lot of ups and downs in this journey, you know, but um, the kids stay positive, man. So, so good stuff. Just want to share that. That's, that's, that's my team. Those are my people and um, they're important to me. So. Yeah, man. Evan Gardner said, Dan, blow mind if I ride down to the armpit and take some notes. I love Jesus. it. Jesus. Hey, this is sticking, bro. You were in the armpit. I am America. not in the armpit. I'm far swamp from butt, the armpit. armpit I'll America. go with the swamp butt, but, I don't know if I can go with the armpit, man. That's taking a little too far. I don't know, Evan. Now I'm wondering if I should let you come down here since you called it the armpit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, question three, Dano. Probably the last one. uh, How are you convincing or helping customers to let go of their money when so many think a recession is coming soon or even happening Wow. Uh, you want me to answer that one? <laughs> I just sent Victor Vasquez in. They just write a check. Uh, Victor comes in, pop, 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 comes so, back so with a how check. Convince, how, how are you convincing your customers to let go of their money uh, well, when all this talk of a recession is, is, is looming? Is that is that kind of the question? Yeah. Wait, Evan, you're in Denham Springs? Um. All right, so I'm sorry, guys. I'm reading the comments here. Evan says Denim Springs is just as sweaty. That's right up the road for me. Um, I tell you what, man. Go to the Fence King Facebook page, and you'll see what I'm doing. I made a post today. I still got to tweak it a little bit. Pepper is the one who has a college degree in uh, in uh, English and writing, so I'm going to have her look it over and make sure it's right. But, Dan, uh, I have got my damn cord all hung up in my chair. <laughs> 
Hold on, I gotta fix it. Hey, hold on. If it had to be for cotton, I'd Joe, I'd been. <laughs> oh man, cannon. I got it. I got all right, it. all right, all right. You keep calling Somehow, me on a bit. This chord, usually I hate short chords, but this particular chord, do you see this? It's long, bro. Like, Look, I got mine curled up and like taped together so it stays on my desk. Otherwise, <laughs> I'd be all wrapped up in it like an extension cord. You know what I mean? Like I was. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you should tie it up like that. But uh, anyway, like I was saying, go to um, – Go to the face, uh, Fence King Facebook page, and you'll see what I'm doing. Um, I made a post today, and Pepper's going to review it when I get home. Pepper, if you're listening right now, uh, review that post for me, girl. I need to get it right before I boost it. But um, financing. I mean, <laughs> we got another one today. We've had four. We've had two this month already. We're, we're Are we answering a question in? right now? What's I forgot. What is? Uh, how do you let? Convincing people to let go of their money. That whole that whole music thing really did. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, we're offering so financing, man. Customers, customers letting go of their money. How do you convince them to let go of their money? Okay, financing. Well, I'm, I'm convincing I'm them to keep I'm their following. money. I'm convincing them to keep their money. I'm like, hey, keep your savings, keep your nest egg, and go with our financing. And we have a wow. very we have a very unique financing uh, option for you, to where um, you can use the entire income of the house to qualify. And um, you know if the, if someone else is on the loan, the, the I forget how it goes, but the the co-signer isn't tied to the loan. I believe it is. <clears throat> um, there's no prepayment penalty. You know, I mean, I said this on my uh, on my call with Nathan on Monday. You gotta work on you gotta work on your delivery. Uh, I, I actually have I actually have it all written down and it's laminated, <clears throat> so I go right through it. That's why I don't know it by heart because I'm constantly Did you put reading. it up. Huh? Did you put it up? Yeah, I put it up. It's it's filed away. Whenever I get a finance customer on the phone, I'm like, hey, let me tell you this, and I grab it. Got my little script. But um, it's just because I don't want to miss anything. But, yeah, there's no prepayment penalty. Uh, Monday I was talking to Nathan Downs about some real serious stuff with, our, uh, with the Fence King and what we're doing to, to fix it. <clears throat> and one of the things we talked about was um, financing. And I got a guy, you know, financed a $15,000 job for 15 years. It's oh, like, wow. there's no prepayment penalty? It's like, all right. He said this uh, downturn, if it lasts another eight months or so, when things pick up, I'll just pay it off. If not, I got 15 years. Right. And guess what? He still has his savings. He still has that rainy day fund. He still has that nest egg. So really, I'm convincing people to say, keep their money. Don't spend it in finance. You know, 9.9%. That's a good deal. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, I even have it on my uh, my thing. I mean, credit cards are sixteen percent, eighteen percent. If you want to uh, do a HELOC, which if people who don't know what that is, that's a, a home equity line of credit. If you do one of those, they're running like eight percent. 
But the thing about it is, is if you do that, your house is the security for that loan. So even though the interest rate might be a little better, you want to lose your house over a fence because you got a home equity line of credit? No. You want to use uh, you want to use a financing deal to where uh, <clears throat> you can go from there. So look at here. This is this is this is our. Um, While you got me off camera, I'm going to pull mine up real quick. Do your thing, bro. So look, this is our Sunlight Financial. This is our quick uh, reference guide, guys. If if you want financing, you know Jack uh, Jackson Fence and the Fence King both. We're both using Sunlight Financial. <laughs> We've been we've both been using it for a few months. We've been keeping it kind of between the two of us, testing it out, you know, seeing what we like about it. We used to promote a a different um, finance company. We both kind of got away from that, so we're testing this one out. And, and just so you know, it's got the uh, got the My Fence Life uh, stamp of approval. So so here's a chart. So like, let's start at fifty five hundred dollars, and this is just a quick reference chart. For I got mine months, out. You had a payment down to one sixteen. Yeah. Uh, for one twenty months, five ten years, you had a payment down to seventy two. Seventy two dollars. Yeah. So so we you got the same. We got the same sheet. How's that? <laughs> you can upsell your customer about two thousand dollars. Okay. And and over ten years, you only change your payment by twenty seven dollars. Right. So really making it easy to. Um, to sell. Now, this is a sheet here um, that we just kind of created. There's a calculator tool through Sunlight that you can go through and put these numbers in, and it tells you the tells you the different payments. Yeah. But everybody always has the same question, and we wanted to be able to answer their question easily. But the question is this: Well, if I do it for five years, how much will my payment be? You don't want to go to a calculator and type this in, and yeah. um, you know, try to try to find all that information uh-huh. or figure it out. Well, your job seventy five hundred. Oh, it's going to run yeah. you about 160 bucks a month. Uh, here's yeah. mine. I got mine laminated. Cannon's got five and ten year. We've got twelve and fifteen year. And yep. then we also have the people with bad credit. Well, not bad credit, but it's not the greatest credit. We got their rates right here, and then we have our sales pitch. I don't know if you can see it. We got our sales pitch, and then we've got a if they aren't qualified, pre-qualified, we got a. SOP that we go through with that, man. And we're working it hard. Everybody's got one of these on their desk. That's right. And that's how we're selling it. Um, <laughs> Benji said it's a nice-looking reference sheet. Thank that's you, Benji. Benji, Benji helps out with that. That's another good reason why to have somebody like Benji in your back pocket. You're like, hey, Benji, I need you to make this. And a couple of days later, it's in your uh, in your email and ready to rock and roll. Yeah, so so John Waithy, he's he's jumped onto the sunlight, uh, the sunlight finance game, and he says hard sucks. I guess he's gonna kick their ass. That's what he's last episode. He's ass. So uh, well, the thing about the thing about sunlight, I want to say this real quick, guys. Make sure you sign up for the uh, the um, the draws. D-R-A-W-S. Make sure you draw. You sign up for the 30% draw. So once somebody gets approved, you right away, you can get a 30% draw. Keep your cash flow. So, yeah. So so one of the good things, too, that I liked about Sunlight, when you know, he brought out the other, the other rival, Hearth. Hearth, um, Hearth was good because people could do it on their own. That, that was the allure. Like, it, it really needed no help. 
yeah. from your company to facilitate the approval or the funding. However, because of that same benefit, anybody could use your website to get money. I can't tell you how and many fence jobs I've financed for other I mean, me too. fence companies. I, I, assume we, I assume we financed a fence for somebody. I mean, hell, they might have got it and got a car. I don't know what they were doing with it. You know what I mean? But, yeah, we financed people as well and never sold fences to these people, you know? And that was a real, you know, honestly, that was a real pain in the ass. Um, kind of pissed me off, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, I yeah. do all this work. I offer the financing. I ride by your house, and they got Billy Joe Bob's fence sign on your fence. And I know you use my financing because you got financed through my uh, finance company. Sure, that's right. So I quit using them. So sunlight, uh, a little bit more involvement on 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 the uh, on the company side. You know, you got to send some links over. Got to got to kind of process and push this through for them. However, the money goes straight to you. Yeah. And never to the customer. So there's no there's no middleman. Now there are some there are some controls and some safeguardings for the customer that they're gonna have to like Sunlight is gonna have to see a contract. Sunlight is also gonna have to see like a what is it like a completion agreement or something? Um, like hey yeah this job actually got done and, and the customer satisfied form or whatever you know. So there's some things there to safeguard the customer and, and to make it work. But um, yeah, all in all. So much better. So yeah, well, uh, Evan Gardner said that's why he left Hearth too. So Hearth, man, you're getting smacked around over here. And yeah, Hearth is uh, it's yeah. easy, man. You just send them a link. It's done with sunlight. You got to actually talk to the customer, and you know, it, it's it's you got. It takes a while to figure it out. It's taken me a few months to figure it out, but we got it dialed in. It's like Tetris, you know. Well, Dano, that's three up and three down, brother. Yeah, man. Good job. Yeah. Good job. We didn't get a whole lot of questions in here, man. Everybody was just uh, talking about what we were talking about. They're so nice. Yeah. It looks like everybody liked what we said, too. I'm reading through these comments, and uh, there's a bunch of comments, man. Jesus, I'm scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Facebook is on point. Yeah, it is. Well, look, guys, we'll have this sucker uh, up tomorrow says- morning. Huh? Hey, Andy, check with me tomorrow, man. Uh-huh. Uh, this is my, this is my secret candy bowl. So there's a lot of, uh, there's what? a lot of treats in here, like M and M's and Skittles. And, Do you really? Uh, uh hats. hats. So look, guys, before we go, go to ozfence.store. Use promo code MFL15, and you'll get fifteen percent off. And you'll have boxes like this showing up at your door within a couple of days. And you get free shipping on $150 or more on your orders. You can even get expert stain and seal delivered. It came in that box right there. Straight from OZ Fence Dot Store. That's right. Plus, we want to kick well, that wheelers. But I got I to I gotta bounce. We got to get this downloaded. I got a 45-minute exercise routine that I got to take care of. So Yeah, let's get out of here, get man. It. Great show. Thanks, Dan. Good talking to you, man. And uh, I think we're going to leave the show out with this right here. If it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd been married a long time ago. Thank you for listening to the My Fence Life Podcast. 
And a special shout out to our sponsors, Southwest Automated Security, our flagship sponsor, and your one-stop shop for gate operators, access control, and video surveillance. Expert Stain and Seal. RealGoodStain.com. Job Nimbus, the best contractor software this side of the Mississippi. Rachel with My Salesman, the lead qualifying software. No, before you go. And Benji with CleverFox.online. Helping businesses digitally outfox the competition. We invite you to leave us a review. Your five-star ratings and reviews help spread the word to others in our industry. You can connect with Dan and Cannon on Instagram and Facebook at My Fence Life. The concepts and methods discussed are just the perspective of Dan, Cannon, and their guests. We hope these ideas inspire you to go out there and crush it in your own business. I'm Mr. Producer, reminding you to click follow on your podcast app to receive notifications of future episodes of My Fence Life. Thank you.